0: hey welcome back to the after ellen podcast i am your host jocelyn mcdonald editor-in-chief at after ellen and i'm here with my writer gabby who is our sports guru gabby how are you doing out there
1: yeah i'm doing my best doing my best how are you
0: i'm loving life i got promoted this just this week from Managing Editor to Editor-in-Chief at After Ellen, and it's a big responsibility.
1: Oh, you got to this, boss. You got this. I'm super, super excited.
0: But um, I was so yeah, excited for you. for you. Well, thanks. Um, yeah, you're, you're definitely the A-team, Gab, so we're doing this. So I am super pumped about this podcast today. This is our sports podcast. Um, And we are going to kick it off with the the sportiest of sports when it comes to quarantine, and that is video games. So, uh, Gabby, tell us what's new in the world of PlayStation.
1: Well, well, speaking of PlayStation, PS5 was just announced. um, It looks like a Wi-Fi router. Um, Yep. Yep. Wow. Uh, No price yet. Um, because I think, I, this is what I think is happening. They're waiting for Xbox to release their price. And okay. then they're going to release <laughs> yeah. it. It's like a game of chicken with these people. Uh-huh. So yeah. I wonder if there's a faction
0: of gamer girls who are really committed to Xbox versus
1: PlayStation. I mean, I imagine, I imagine so, right? There's like a brand loyalty. Yeah, some people do have brand loyalty, not me. I, I have both, so wow. <laughs> Where do you find the time to play both? Who says I sleep? What is sleep? Wow. I don't know what that is. No, I'm just kidding,
0: but um, listeners can't see, but Gabby's actually got one of those
1: gamer chairs. Like she's ready. I do. I do. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do this. Do you plan? Do, do people
0: it. still play plans? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure some
0: people do. Um. So the last of us part two
1: yes came just out came today. out today yes came out today yeah. and we have a lot of opinions mm-hmm. right so, so i don't on,
0: oh, like give us a really quick summary of what last of us part one was about
1: mm-hmm. right so basically um the world ended and uh there are these zombies that kind of look like mushrooms uh so you can imagine it's very The Walking Dead type vibe. Um, so you play, most of the time, you're playing as Joel, and you're this middle-aged dude, you're just jaded, you don't really want to, he doesn't really want to do anything anymore, and um, basically what he has to do is escort Ellie across the country to this hospital because she's immune and they want to create some kind of a cure, a vaccine out of her blood. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Ellie's a lesbian. How do I forget that? <laughs>
0: Because in Last of Us Part One, that wasn't a huge part of the storyline, yeah. right? Yeah,
1: exactly. But it did get mentioned. It in a DLC, so it wasn't like Ooh. Ooh. it wasn't like what the is a DLC. DLC stands for downloadable content. Oh, so okay. it's like a little extra chapter that you download mm-hmm. on top of the main plot. So, um, rural
0: gamer girls, committed.
1: I'm committed. To get that special <laughs> edition with all the DLCs in it already. Um, Yeah. So she does. It is mentioned that she's a lesbian in the DLC where she has her first kiss with another girl who dies. Y'all just let me play this. Now, wait, wait, wait. This
0: this isn't the first the first one. Her girlfriend dies. Last of Us Part One.
1: Yeah. Last of Us Part One. Okay, so Last of Us Part
0: One is also uh, violent and depressing. Then
1: I would say it's it is pretty violent. Uh, It is rated M for Mature um but it does have depressing moments but i don't feel like it was so depressing that you left it like you know i don't want to even be alive anymore do you know what i mean for for me personally when i played that game it kind of felt like this story of okay everything is really bad but that doesn't mean love doesn't exist anymore because you have this paternal love between Joel and Ellie, where it's like, okay, now he lost his daughter when this first started, and now he found another one. Mm. And there were a lot of moments between the two of them that were really like, okay, you know, maybe things aren't so bad. You know, just like, stuff like that. But um, And Ellie and uh, the girl that she kissed, also. So,
0: the, her girlfriend died in the downloadable content? Yes.
1: God damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. All my friends were like, play this game. It's so good. And not a single one of them warned me. I feel betrayed. And all of your friends are lesbians, right? So, I mean, how did this happen? I I think they just didn't want to tell me.
0: Yeah, because they they wanted to be accessories to a fucking hate crime. (laughs) Like, (laughs) this is horrible. How dare you
1: guys do this to me? This is Judas-level betrayal. No, I'm just kidding.
0: I think uh we first talked about last of us part two ages ago Mm -hmm. because when we first like gabby's been writing for us for a while but there was a time there was a moment when we were like we need a sports writer is it you and one of the first things you talked to me about was like is it okay to write about games and like i am not a gamer girl but i always date gamer girls And at the time, I was seeing this chick who was like super pumped about The Last of Us Part 2. And I was like so ready to become a gamer expert by (laughs) being able to say, like, yes, I know what these words mean. The Last of Us Part 2. Yes, absolutely. Please cover this. We cannot wait for your article. So that was like back in January. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You first pitched this. It's a while ago. And then you wrote your first article about it. Or your only article to date about it. When was that?
1: Oh, that was way back when. Uh, I think it was January that I when they oh. when I first mentioned it.
0: Right, and the reason was because there was a leak where it was revealed that her that Ellie's lesbian storyline was going to have much more of an important part of her character.
1: mm mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the second article that I mentioned that. So I've written two articles about this. Yeah. Oh,
0: oh, oh, oh. Okay, right, right, right. <laughs> yes. So the Lesby community was freaking the fuck out when we, we discovered that there was going to be more of a lesbian storyline for this heroine, this zombie apocalypse heroine. Mm-hmm. And it was a month or two after that when more details came out shocking details. The whole plot leaked oh god well fill us in tell us about it
1: (laughs) all right sorry you cut out there for a minute sorry but okay where do I even begin you you just cut out too oh sorry (laughs) that was that was really weird something's going on they don't want us to talk about this um so okay uh so the whole whole plot leaked all these like spoiler alerts and every, everything leaked, even the ending. And um, Sony was really quick to take everything down, but some people managed to get screenshots or, you know, they wrote, a lot of people wrote about what they saw, what they managed to watch mm-hmm. before everything was taken down. So, mm-hmm. one of the biggest... It's amazing. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. you no, Go ahead. <laughs> uh, one of the biggest things that people seem to have taken issue with is how unnecessarily violent and brutal this game is. Um, You know, I've read interviews with the creative director where he said he had his people watching reference videos to make sure that the violence and the gore and the brutality were, you know, as real as possible. Like, that's not necessary. These people have PTSD now. I'm sure they do. These
0: poor poor
1: engineers and illustrators or whatever. Um, So it just got to the point where, you know, I read a few articles from people who have played it who were saying, like, i did not feel good playing this game i didn't even mm-hmm. want to play it anymore it was just too much um
0: right and these articles got released in the last
1: week so by now yeah. the
0: game is done like mm-hmm. they're they're done developing it it's not in beta it's like released for uh, for press people to start reviewing
1: right this is and like the that's when finished we found game.
0: out yeah yeah that's when we found out the game fucking sucks
1: <laughs> like they they really thought that we were just gonna throw money at this Nope mm-hmm. not today, but um it w- what was really interesting to me was the director saying that this game was about the main like thing of the game was about hate and I'm like, okay, so you made the protagonist a lesbian, but the game is about hate and brutality uh, don't sit right with me yeah that's a mistake you guys made yeah oh, I don't think I told you this but um, somebody who played the game and reviewed it mentioned a part where a man calls Ellie's girlfriend a slur and Ellie doesn't even, she doesn't even get mad about it. And they just Mm. go on. And I'm like... That doesn't check out. (laughs) um, You guys, (laughs) of all the times for her to actually get violent. Right, because
0: her character is psychotically violent. She's like a mass murderer, essentially.
1: Yeah, I mean, this, this whole game is just about that. And it's, you know, Mm -hmm. people might say, Well, okay, well, other video games are violent. Mm -hmm. That's true. But you take for example, like Tomb Raider is a pretty violent game, like I played all three of them multiple times. But the thing is, it's not the whole point of the game. Like the whole point of the game is, you have to solve these ancient mysteries. And, you know, Lara's fighting half the time she's fighting like zombies or like undead samurai or whatever, you know, she's not like fighting humans. And when she is, it's not gory and it doesn't make you want to turn away. Do you know what I mean? Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Whereas when people are writing about this game, they're saying things like, I could barely go on. I was so attacked
1: buy it, but I had to go on. Like, they had to. And, and another thing that I, I noticed a lot of people are talking about is how the characters don't grow in this game. Oh, no. Yeah. It's not we're, fun. We're, with Laura bringing her back, Um, she's a lesbian, by the way. I mean, not like canonically. I'm just saying in my head she is. uh uh-huh, uh-huh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I so
0: think it's in everybody's
1: head. Yeah. <laughs> so. Listen, you don't... Know, Safe the, to say. If you're gay, you know. <laughs> first game was about her trying to save Samantha, and I'm mm. like, okay, come on. Like, if if mm. she was a man, there would be no question, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, right. Laura, <laughs> She she grows during the game. Like, her objectives change when she learns new information. She, you know, doesn't mm-hmm. stay static this whole time. And that's what's great about games like that. But this, right. uh, you know, what I'm seeing is that Ellie doesn't grow. She doesn't learn anything. She just continues to be violent, and like for what? What is the point then?
0: Right, because right, we're talking about a game that lasts like twenty-seven hours, mm-hmm. and so you're going on a journey with this character, and hopefully they are learning some kind of lesson about what it means. I mean, it, a lot of people who are writing about this were writing about um, the the thesis sort of of the game. Being like, you know, what what it does it mean to be human? Mm-hmm. Where's your humanity? Right. And this game, this game's whole premise is, you know, the monsters are us,
1: and yeah, that's it's not like, that's like, so cheesy <laughs> so corny. <laughs> like, Come on, yeah, like
0: humans are the plague. Humans are the uh, the zombies. Um, the the, the non zombies are are as bad as the zombies, or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, it's just like. I feel really bad for the illustrators and engineers and animators who worked on this because Mm -hmm. it's not their fault that the director and the um, whoever is the equivalent of like writer, showrunner I'm not familiar with games as much as I am with TV and stuff but you know that the reason this leaked was because these people knew that this was fucked. It's just like what happens when the White House has leaks it's because Mm -hmm. the people working there know that something is fucked and needs to come out and so these workers are probably like you know not sleeping at night because they're having ptsd (laughs) dreams they're like like,
1: too much
0: fully traumatized by living out violence every day in um in in the detail that only modern video games can really capture because we yeah. gotta be real like modern video games are beautiful and amazing they're mm-hmm. realer or they're real life so it's not really their fault and yet and, and also like the timing is not it's terrible fault. like timing. maybe it, it made sense for the story to get told in a world that was on the trajectory that we were on in 2019 mm-hmm. but as soon as you hit march and you have an actual pandemic Mm -hmm. that is you know in the story of the last of us is uh, a fungus is eating people's brains pretty much now you have you have a virus that is decimating communities yeah and the lesson that we've seen is in some cases people are driven apart by this it it raises tensions but in a lot of cases it brings people together and shows you like the generosity of Mm your neighbors and offers all these situations where you become more aware than you have ever been of how precious are your family and friends yeah and and like the the lengths that you will go to to demonstrate your love for Mm -hmm. like random people (laughs) that don't even necessarily matter to you so it doesn't really make sense that that storyline that humans are monsters doesn't make sense in covid 2020 and then it gets even worse in a black lives matter 2020 because we are seeing the the global attention on making the world a better place in cities all over the world like you're not gonna tell me that
1: (laughs) I okay I because I found out um I was reading another article that somebody wrote they had reviewed the game Mm -hmm. and apparently some of the human characters try to lynch one of the other (gasps) human characters. And I'm like, this is not okay. First of all, you did, this was not necessary to put in this game. I don't know what, you know, you're trying to accomplish. Cause this is not, this is not okay.
0: Okay, Yeah. This is not okay.
1: Yeah. This
0: This is, it's not okay. Anytime. And it's
1: definitely so. not okay now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. So you yeah. know, they're trying to be like, you know, this is this is violence, this is the cycle of violence, and we need to stop this. But mm-hmm. you don't have an opportunity to do that in the game. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have the choice to say, I'm not gonna do this. It isn't like um, I was just replaying the Mass Effect trilogy, which is mm-hmm. you get the choice to say, I'm not going to be violent in this situation. I'm going to talk my exactly. way out of this. You get the chance to you know, tell your squad mates, hey, don't kill that person. It's not going to make you feel any better. And mm-hmm. you know, you'll know, you talk to them later and they'll be like, you know what? You were right. If I had killed that man, I would not have felt good about it. Um, yeah. You don't have that in The Last of Us 2. You're just forced to do whatever the writers or the game developers tell you to do. So I don't really understand this whole you know, violence is bad. It's not the answer. Look what happens when it is, when you're not giving us any other choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: If you want to finish the game, you have to do brutal things. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's really dark. And
0: I don't think we need to dwell on the, uh, the incredible darkness that is available in the human experience. I think we're all, we're all more aware than ever before that, um, people can be real scumbags and, um, just truly truly evil and dark and it doesn't really help your soul to spend 27 hours in that world when you know you, you wake up and then you go back to our real world where people are dying and being lynched actually exactly. lynched yeah. in the present day exactly. without zombies mm-hmm. this, okay this I, is not a plug for I mass do.
1: effect but um you mentioned you said earlier about how <laughs> how you know in this time of the plague, essentially, Mm -hmm. people are coming together and, you know, being kind to people they don't know. This is something that actually happened in Mass Effect 2. You get Mm -hmm. to a station, there's a plague decimating only aliens, no humans, but you have the the opportunity to help um, an alien who is dying of this plague by just giving him some medicine. This Mm -hmm. is just, you know, you don't know this person. Are there lesbians, though? Girl, would I even be playing this game if there were no lesbians?
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, then, how come you haven't written about it? Is it just I, old news?
1: I did. I did one article about it, just like mentioning the characters oh. who. Oh, oh yes, yeah. I actually
0: know exactly what article you are talking yeah.
1: about. Okay, well, we might
0: need to revisit this in greater detail.
1: Yeah. So. At any rate,
0: yeah. Yeah. Free idea from me to the game people. Uh-huh. The next time you write about a virus, let it be the virus of um, police infecting people, the, the love of police infecting people and the, the uprising of, <laughs> of people who are not infected by an adoration of the state. And the, the entire game can be about how the people, the workers unite <laughs> and
1: there it destroy is. the police. And also <laughs> lesbians. With way more lesbians. Exactly. Just hire us to write it. Uh, we're available. Um, so
0: I think we have we have definitely um, spent lots of time on Last of Us. And there's so much more news in sports. You, w- you might not think there's more news in sports on account of the fact that uh, quarantine has made it really hard for people to play sports. Okay. But there's big news in sports. So, Gabby.
1: Tell us all about it. Let's okay. uh, let's talk about women's soccer. Right, women's soccer. So if you haven't heard already, the NWSL is coming back. The first U.S. sports league to come back. But they didn't mention that because, you know, people hate women. Anyway, um, with the Challenge Cup. But there are a few things you should know about it. Uh, some players, like Megan Rapinoe, are not playing in this. <gasps> what? Yeah, she opted out. She's not going yeah. to be playing in it. Um, Kristen Press, also not going to be playing. Um, uh,
0: I don't watch sports, so right. give me some like, are we missing Kristen Press? Is she one of the really good ones? Oh,
1: my God. We love and respect uh, okay, Kristen okay. Press <laughs> in this household. Oh, God. I messed up. I goofed. No one okay. can score like her. No one can playmake like her. Kristen, if you're listening, I love you. Um, Anyway... Ooh. So that's going to be a huge blow to uh, the Utah Royals. Cause she is perhaps one of the most underrated players of all time. Really? Yeah. So Amy Rodriguez so... has a lot to do, uh, you know, to make up for that. And they also, Utah also uh, lost Becky Sauerbrunn cause she was transferred to Portland. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's a lot for them to handle. Um, But one of the biggest news uh, stories is that, that just broke last night, actually, um, one NWSL player on an unidentified team has (gasps) tested positive for COVID. Oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. No way.
0: Yep, No way. Yep. So unidentified team, unidentified player, we have no idea who it is. They have not released this information. We need contact tracing.
1: Yes. Her whole team is quarantined. yeah, I mean
0: they must be practicing if they were get, gearing up. Oh, how does this happen? It's so yeah. sad. I hope that her lungs are okay.
1: Right. Uh, we've not. I mean, I don't have any other news besides that. That's all they're willing to release at the moment. It's not like you. It's not like there's any activities you don't need for your lungs for, but you definitely need them for mm-hmm. soccer. Definitely. There's definitely. a lot of running. It's yeah. like ninety percent running. Oof, whoever
0: you are, we are praying for you. I hope you get better. Us. but so,
1: despite this, they have not canceled the cup they're still going forward mm-hmm. with everything so okay well i mean I, I imagine we're gonna find out
0: soon who's quarantined because if they're quarantined that's gonna take at least two weeks right
1: it, yes they that's something they probably so they're gonna should. be playing in an empty stadium right mm-hmm. no fans and everybody's stadium.
0: and everybody's gonna be in the same place utah
1: yes utah
0: it's gonna be like an olympians village type deal
1: Yes, exactly. So they're going to play it like uh, the World Cup sort of thing, where they have their kind of preliminary rounds, and then they just keep going until somebody wins the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But only with the NWSL teams, so pretty easy to follow.
0: So the ones you mentioned are the only ones who've opted out, so far as we know.
1: Yes, as far as I know, those are the, let me check, who else? Oh, Crystal Dunn has also opted out. Another huge scorer has opted oh, not to play. Yeah. Who did she play for? The team that I hate the most Ooh. the North Carolina Courage. I love Crystal Dunn. I
0: hate the Courage so much.
1: Oh, girl. Listen. Tell me. <laughs> there's a player. There's a player. I know all these sports fans out there know exactly why I hate them, but there's a player on that <laughs> team who is so openly homophobic that I can't stand it.
0: she She plays with women she plays with I know
1: I know (laughs) she got called into the US national team right to play Uh, they had games during pride month so when they play during pride month their numbers are uh, painted on in rainbow right she opted out because she didn't want to wear the rainbow number shut up get a fucking grip first of all this is
0: so minor
1: how dare you
0: (laughs) And you're Very like is it you. really
1: fair to hate a whole team because of one player? Yeah. Apparently. Because I immediately hate the whole team too. I mean they they didn't dare? stand up. They didn't stand up, you know? They didn't no. nobody came forward and said, hey, you know, this isn't okay. It's uh it's a it's plainly
0: pandering when corporations and in this case a soccer company or federation or whatever they are mm-hmm. choose to to do that for the gays. I love being pandered to by professional athletes. Please pander to me. I love it. (laughs) Because it's already, there are already so many powerful lesbians in the league and Mm -hmm. like you probably gathered. I don't follow sports enough to know what the fuck I'm talking about. But when I see like Megan Rapinoe or somebody like that, uh, you know, kicking ass and taking names, it makes me feel proud to be a lesbian. It makes me feel proud to be an American. So. Just pander to me for Pride Month with your dumb shirt.
1: Yes, this is so. This is so easy. It's so easy. Like we're here, we're ready. Speaking of Pino, actually, I just remembered. um, She was one of the first athletes to kneel during the national anthem, right? Ooh, and she got in trouble. Solidarity forever. She got into a lot of trouble for that, and they were trying to do everything possible to make it so that she couldn't kneel. Like they were really trying to make this not happen. And only recently, the NWSL and U.S. Soccer Federation were like, okay, actually, you know what? It's okay to kneel. Um, we changed our minds on that. So, yeah. She's, was-
0: yeah, she's she's courageous. She's very unafraid to just be on the forefront of whatever.
1: Thing. Nothing but respect for my captain. I know. I love her so much. <laughs>
0: I get into sports for uh, temporarily for stuff like that. I think I could get into sports for the Challenge Cup. This could be fun. It's not like there's anything else to, to, to do.
1: Yeah, there's not much else going on. Um,
0: I really love going to bars and watching soccer during the World Cup. That that was really fun. I miss bars. I miss like being
1: able to yell at TVs with strangers oh god remember going places remember places i do
0: i do remember places that's
1: so long ago fondly (laughs) i
0: think back upon places (laughs) i think gee (laughs) places are nice right um so shall we switch
1: gears to basketball
0: sure let's do it all right well we got some great basketball news
1: Yes, the WNBA has announced their return. Um, they are going to hold training camps early July, uh, and they plan on tipping off later that month. Um, but the main thing here is they said they have a, a commitment to social justice. So it's like they saw everything that's happening Ooh. and said, you know, we can't just be sports. We can't just be doing sports. We're, you know, uh-huh. a lot of people in our community are, you know, they're black. They're lesbians. We you, you can't just ignore things that are happening to them so we're going to be a little bit more proactive in you know using okay. our platform gabby do you feel pandered to i'm you know what almost almost i need to see a little bit but more like it but of course, okay. I like it. Of course <laughs> i'm, like, I'm <laughs> yeah. just like yes just give us more
0: like this is a start yeah it needs to go beyond the performativity
1: mm-hmm exactly
0: okay it needs to go beyond rainbow jerseys is that what you're saying they can't just do like the um the
1: yeah uh, it can't just be just like okay we did the one thing and then we're never going to do this again until pride next year do you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's always what happens because it's not like we're only lesbians for one month out of the year you know right like if
0: they like if they change their jerseys to the is it called what was the what's the name of the cloth that um nancy pelosi and all the other dems were wearing when they took their their knee in the senate
1: i didn't know that they did
0: that (laughs) oh you missed that i I can't
1: i can't be doing with this news anymore i'm tired i'm tired (laughs) Um, you gotta send me the. You gotta send me the memes though. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna send you memes, and I think it's called kente cloth, and
0: so it's like that African um, pattern of bright colors. Oh, okay. Okay. That is, yes. Like, yeah, it's like um, worn. It's oftentimes worn at like graduations and stuff like that. It's like. Mm-hmm. I highly are like if they made if they made the basketball jerseys that color or something instead of rainbow, that's not the right kind of pandering. That's not the kind of pandering we need.
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm waiting for these memes. This is gonna be this is gonna be wild, isn't it? (laughs) I'm gonna have a time. But uh, the thing about the WNBA is we don't have any solid dates yet. So all we have is July. That's it.
0: Has anybody said that they're not going to play because of COVID?
1: Um, I've I've heard that some people have said they're not going to play. I didn't. They didn't say for what reason. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who is not going to be playing. Um, I'm sure the information is out there, but hasn't I haven't come across it in my channels. But a few few players have said because it, it's the the WNBA is happening in Florida, which you know. Uh, they're not doing great with covid right now they're literally the new epicenter yeah exactly what? so that's they're worrying <laughs> yeah that's worrying I thought this
0: was a good idea
1: I, I think they're following the lead of the nba who's also trying to have oh, their games in florida yeah My goodness, why are you doing this this, is, uh, this doesn't seem um, like a good idea honestly
0: i grew up in florida and for like six years of my life and it's not a place to be in the summer let me just go go ahead and say um florida's not a place to be in the summer it's too hot
1: i would imagine it's not worth it i would imagine
0: i wouldn't if i was the nba i would have had my basketball party pretty much anywhere else definitely not the epicenter of a pandemic
1: yeah definitely not so many other states to choose from Wow. Uh, so it's going to be just like the
0: soccer, I imagine, like Olympic Village style. It has to be. There's no people, other like, way for them to, to do it. it. Yeah, right, it has to be right. that way. Because it's all taking place in Florida and there's no fans in the stands. No fans. So weird. Yeah. It's I wonder like, what all... it's like to... Yo, go ahead. I just wonder what it's like to be an athlete and to not have anyone cheering you on when you've moved up the ranks in Mm -hmm. your profession with the cheering on being an integral part of becoming, you know, like a lot of people who are good at sports might not like the pressure of millions of people screaming at them or being videoed and put on TV for millions of people to watch. So these people are used to having an audience. It Mm -hmm. must be so fucking surreal to suddenly be in an empty room.
1: But I actually had the opportunity to ask an athlete this question. Like, what was it like to, you know, you're used to having a crowd. This crowd is like another, you know, part of your sports. It's like another man on your side. What is it like Mm -hmm. to have no crowd? And she told me that it was really weird because it felt like something was missing.
0: Yeah. This is why you're the best journalist. So okay,
1: (laughs) you you ask these questions.
0: Um, what was the person's sport that you asked this of? Uh, she was a wrestler. Ooh, wrestling. That's definitely. Oh, was this Daria Bernado? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah. Everyone who's listening to this, if you want to hear more sportscasts, Daria Bernado, who is also Sonya Deville in the WWE, was our first podcast ever. So you should definitely check that out. So with wrestling, it's totally, it's it's all about the performance. So yeah, mm-hmm. it does seem like it would be completely surreal to not have a crowd there. With something like basketball or soccer, I feel like the crowd would fade away and you would be really concentrating on the um, I mean, what, what do I know? I played uh, lacrosse for about five minutes in high school. I played it <laughs> just so that I could hang out with other girls. I didn't like the exercise bit of it <laughs> i was on the dance team too and i was actually good at the dance team but i i didn't care about like winning. so maybe i'm talking out of my ass here and have no idea what these people are, are going through but i would i would imagine that there's a part where it becomes very meditative you know and you tune the crowd out and it's just mm-hmm. you and the ball and your team
1: right i did so- i did basketball where there is a, a crowd and they're everybody's yelling at you and people are cheering, and Right after basketball, I did tennis, and tennis is very silent. You know, nobody's screaming. Oh, really? Yeah, so it was it was a pretty big. Um, and you know, tennis is you're just by yourself. There's no team, also. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a really weird uh, kind of switch. But I think yeah, you're just gonna have to get used to it. It's part of being an athlete. is just adapting to different situations. Uh huh. Yeah. I
0: mean. I guess at this point they'll have practiced with no one there, so it's not. I wonder if it will feel like practice. I wonder if it will feel like the real thing.
1: Right, right. Because yeah, it probably might feel like practice to a lot of people, um, but this is. I feel like a good, um, a good way to see how these all these new teams gel because there have been a lot of, uh-huh. like I mentioned earlier, I there were a lot of you know new transfers, people leaving, people coming out. Um, so it might just be a good way to see, you know, oh, well, there are a bunch of new coaches too. So just a good way to see how everybody works with each other.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really curious about like how this is kind of s- salvaging sports for 2020, like these little efforts to just have these kind of tourney style. It's not going to be a full season. It's not going to be mm-hmm. like the whole fucking league, obviously, but it's a way to not lose 2020 for these professional athletes will it have an impact on i mean it's not like um what is that what is that called when you what, what what's the end of the the nba called like like what's playoffs the, playoffs yeah <laughs> like it's not gonna be playoffs it's just like one journey basically
1: for right? the nwsl yeah but wnba will still have playoffs Oh, they will? Yeah, so it's going to be, for the WNBA, it'll be 22 regular season games, quotes. Oh, shit. And okay. then playoffs, yeah. So it's just that it's coming back
0: with no fans. It's coming yeah. back completely, but with no fans. Yeah, and it's gonna like
1: a really it. short season, so. Yeah, okay. Um, do you know
0: how many off the top of your head, how many games there usually are?
1: Uh No, I don't know. Not off the, off the top of my Seems head. Seems like it'd be a lot more than that. Oh, yeah, there's a lot more than that, usually, but 22 is a shortened season for the WNBA.
0: Well, I'm really excited because I didn't hear any fireworks coming from your end.
1: Oh, I know. They're, they're wait. Did you
0: hear any coming from my end?
1: No, not at all.
0: Yeah, I think they're taking a break until nighttime, and this is just fantastic. It's like somehow the goddess was... She's looking out
1: for
0: us. Detecting the audio quality.
1: She's looking out for us.
0: The fireworks took a brief hiatus and they will be back as soon as we're done. Exactly. <laughs> well, thanks to everyone for listening. Um, yeah, we love you. <laughs> we need to sign off, don't stay we? Stay safe, guys. <laughs> Absolutely, stay safe.